Well, you know, it happened in it happened in West Virginia where we knocked off number two. It happened in South Carolina and it's happening in Pittsburgh today. Our guys had a lot of guts tonight. We're just gonna keep getting better. I mean it's just that's what it is. The one home game that you will never ever forget. We shocked the world oh! Hail to Pitt. Hail to Pitt. This is the week of November twenty-first, twenty twenty. And this is the Hail to Pit podcast. I'm Alan Magle. I'm Vince. And Pam is, well, she, she's she's up to more important things right now because right now everybody needs to take care of things before they get to this pit game that I think a lot of people have forgotten about because there was no game last week, Vince. If you and if someone yeah. listened to last week's show, it made absolutely no sense to them because we talked about a game. That never happened between Pitt and Georgia Tech. That got pushed back. Hopefully, it eventually gets played. But uh, I, did Pam forget that Pitt actually is going to actually play this week? Most likely, she, she's been all all thrown, you know, cattywampus and you know, equilibrium and you know, coagulation, it, it, just all over the place right now. Okay, well, I, I don't blame her, but in case uh, you forgot, but you still listen to the show, uh, yeah, Pitt's going to play this week. Virginia Tech, we're going to break that down, and of course, we're going to get into all things that you're talking about, and we're talking about, and everyone's talking about regarding the Pitt Panthers. The Hail to Pitt podcast is on Twitter, at H2P Show, and you can email us, hail the number two, pitpodcast at gmail.com, and of course, Hit us up, Hell to Pit Podcast on Panther Lair and on Reddit. And we are a production of Pretty Easy Podcasts. You can go to prettyeasypodcast.com to get your own show started today. And I've heard there's a lot of people out there that work in remote corporate jobs, Vince, and they're trying to do like game shows on Fridays during cocktail hours or, you know, with team building exercises. And Pretty Easy Podcast does that stuff. Video conferencing, game show hosting for you. You could do that right there. We wow. Of, we might have to get one of those started. A pit game show. That, that'd, be a, that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. I was, tri- I, virtual trivia host. Is, is was, that what, yeah. kind of what you're saying? Yeah, they produce virtual trivia shows. I got that note today for with the new, co- the new ad copy. So if you're looking to host a virtual game show at work, go to prettyeasypodcast.com and get some help doing it. Super easy and super cheap. That's the way to do it. That's the way we do it. We don't we don't want any headaches. We get enough of those from the pit football team, Vince. But last yeah. week we were spared any setbacks, although I was expecting a, a just a molly whopping of Georgia Tech as we were predicting. Yeah. That didn't happen though. <laughs> that that is a little bit of a shame. You know, I mean I yeah, obvi- obviously safety first, but that certainly felt like one pit was gonna win. <laughs> Maybe the last one they were going to win this year. Uh, well, if the game yeah, maybe gets, it's... if the game gets played though, now yeah, maybe it's a good thing because now they have a chance to end the season on a high note. Yeah, I I didn't think about that until just now. But then there's this whole scenario with bowl games and and you don't need to win six games in order to qualify and and yeah, who with Pitt's track record there, who knows? And then I saw some weird stuff about Miami. Their se- their season. If they're going to be in the ACC title game, then a game would get dropped if they clinch a spot early or something. Like, there's some sort of weird situation now. Yeah, you know, COVID. 
Yeah, yeah, they got multiple games postponed, and if they were to make it to the to the title game, ACC title game, and if that game is going to be played on December nineteenth, then they, you know, then there wouldn't be any uh, room for another game to be played for for them. So, yeah, it, it's all it, it's all out of whack. A lot, a lot of things are falling apart in this season, um, but I. I, I I guess it is a blessing that that it, you know, we did get to watch some of these games. We did. We got some entertainment out of it, some frustration, the ups and the downs, but total limping for all across college football into the end of this season. It's very hard for me to. I mean, unless you're a Notre Dame fan, I don't, or, or maybe an Alabama fan. I don't think anybody really is super hungry for this season to end. Or, oh, and, well, and, yeah. and prop and properly, you know, go go yeah, the whole yeah. way. Oh, you could probably count on you know one hand, maybe two, the amount of teams that you know want this uh, season probably to really continue. <laughs> um, and it, we're not tapping out or anything <laughs> over here. Oh no, we're no, saying, we're not. You know, no sweat off my back if uh, the pit season gets abruptly stopped, like the spring league did this week, or like the XFL season did earlier this year. Uh, yeah. I've been expecting that, and it feels like that might be come, that might be actually happening soon. I don't know. It's a, it's, it's a very touch-and-go situation more than ever, it feels like, at the moment. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, especially some of those uh, uh, you know, schools in the SEC, Alan. You, you know this as well as anybody. They that, are going to fight it, tooth and nail. It, 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 it ain't no, no virus stopping a, a football game that's going to no. – especially one where you could win a, ch- a championship. Especially where Alabama is going to have another opportunity to just embarrass the university in Indiana there that loves football. I mean, they, they, we're on a feel like we're on a collision course to watch them just get spanked. I don't know if I don't. I'm still not 100 percent sold that Notre Dame is going to make the college football playoff. I, I guess we'll be talking about Ooh. that in the coming weeks. Uh, uh, there are still, I think, some demons that they have to uh, that they have to go through. Well, screw them. We'll get to them later for a little bit. Let's talk Pitt. Lucas Kroll giving us some good news. Coming back. Now, what was the situation? Was it an injury? Was it discipline? Uh, yeah. Why did he start it, sitting shortly after the season started? Did it we ever it get seems clarity? like it. I don't know if we ever got full clarity. It sounds like it was uh, a lot of it was injury related. And you know, for, for him to come back, when, you're, when your tape includes like the majority of your targets is drops. <laughs> that is probably probably a good thing to come back and, and get some more tape. Uh, hopefully, think, good tape. Do you think the tape he sends into NFL scouts is just of him pumping iron and like brushing his hair back in the wind? That's all I would send if I was him. Yeah, and yeah, and I, I think he may be sending that tape to another promotion. But <laughs> <laughs> but what you know, the, if he's yeah, going, what are the odds we see Lucas Kroll in NXT? I feel like that's <laughs> more likely than the NFL. Well, if, if Pat McAfee is, is maybe once he wants to add to his stable, then maybe that might happen. <laughs> but that's a, a subject for another another podcast. Uh, but this is this is big news, uh, Alan. Uh, you, you've you've you know championed this a lot that this tight end position has just been a, a mess the past few years. We thought this guy was going to be a savior. Uh, hasn't worked out obviously since he hasn't been on the field. But, you know, in a situation next year where, 
you're, you're going to be breaking in the new starting quarterback, most likely uh, uh, an impact player at the tight end position can, can really boost things up for you. Or just some damn reliability. You don't have to be a superstar. We don't need uh, Kyle, what's his name, Pitts or whatever at Florida. We don't need yeah. a guy like that. Just someone who's going to catch the ball when it's thrown to them and you know run block a little. That's all. Yep. That's all we ask for. Uh, anybody else coming back? Any other news in that on that no, front on returns? Not, not, not that we've heard of. Uh, a lot of rumors. Here. A lot of rumors today surrounding around Kenny Pickett that he's most likely going to be leaving, which is expected. Uh, you would think um, he, he's played excellent this season. I'm I'm going to be very interested to see who takes advantage of this. Uh, maybe a player like a Damari Mathis, Allen, who was out all year due to injury. Uh, a guy that was hoping to have a big season here before going to the NFL draft, and that would that would be huge to get him back. Yeah, that would be that would be a, a big boost getting a defensive back you were hoping to have this year uh, onto that defense next year. That I think going into next season, the defense, at least from a fan perspective, we're not going to be as glowing and confident about about their prospects as we were heading into this season. At least on the on the secondary front and and. I don't know how they they maintain the production up front with the pass rush and all, but uh, I feel like we're we're gearing up for at least a minimal step back next year defensively. Yeah, well, so getting Mathis I, I would, back would be huge. Absolutely, in a defensive uh, backfield that were, you know you could lose you know four of your starters, everybody out, uh, you know from essentially from the the previous or who that you who were going into the season. Uh, that you were going to have. Uh, I think the defensive line is going to be pretty good next year. I, I think you know, the the reserve yeah. de- I defensive. Think, I, I think too. I think so too. But just in terms of the the rate right now, like uh, no, you think yeah, top five and sacks in the nation and all. I mean, that's going to be tough yeah, to keep up. That, that production will be hard hard to hard to replicate. But you know, I think that there's still going to be some high level play. I mean, I don't know if you know. Uh, you know, a Patrick Jones and Richard Weaver, who got two guys who could be, you know, first or second round picks, you know, we may not necessarily have that. But at the same time, you know, a couple years ago, was anybody saying Patrick Jones was going to be a first round pick? No, maybe not. But now, uh, you know, maybe a Deslin Alexandra or, or, a, or a Hubba or a, a Morgan, maybe those guys step up and become, you know, the next great pit defensive lineman. Uh, we can only hope. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see who, who decides to exercise this uh, additional year. Yeah, as we uh, not only sit on pins and needles seeing if the season actually gets played, but this is the time of the year where you see those guys announce they're returning or going and declaring. And uh, Interested to see Kenny Pickett, really one of the most exciting uh, pit quarterbacks situations uh, for me, just seeing what he does next because – can he be an NFL quarterback, at least a backup in that league? There are other options. If Dwayne the Rock Johnson has his way for a guy like Kenny Pickett, <laughs> what happens? The, well, I feel like we're going to be yeah. watching Kenny Pickett play football somewhere in the near future. After a- Absolutely. I mean, if you're watching NFL on Sundays and you're seeing some of the guys that are starting games. Ben DiNucci yeah. got to play. Kenny Pickett's way better than him. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of people saying that. Uh, yeah, I mean, look at 
you look at who the Jacksonville Jaguars have been starting at quarterback, uh, you know, several weeks, Gardner, Minshew, uh, what was that? Lennon, Lemon, who, whoever that guy was. Um, yeah, you, you got to think that Kenny Pickett could certainly be uh, at least a backup in the NFL, or he'll at least get a chance. I, I guarantee you he will play in a preseason game next year uh, for, for an NFL team in, in an attempt to, to make a roster, God willing. You know, I, I think for uh, if, if the bars ever open up the in Pittsburgh fully and the, everybody gets spewing about the future of the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback situation, It'll be a lot of people saying they either want that Jerko kid or pick it. <laughs> Probably both. <laughs> I actually, when I, I saw when they were playing Notre Dame last week, forget who said it on Twitter. It might've been like a, a Dunlap or local sports talk guy said, here, here comes the next, the, the heir to Ben Roethlisberger. Someone said, about Oh Jerko my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, he looks he looks good, but obviously against Notre Dame didn't look that good. Yeah, he did not, and he get, they get, got my hopes up in that one. I was hoping for an Irish loss, but oh well. All right, let's move on to Virginia Tech uh, real quick. This five hundred ball club taking on our five hundred ball club in <laughs> in a game that I'm much more confident going into than last week or last year against this team, Vince, because you know. I don't know if you remember it, but it was uh, Bud Foster's last game ever. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It was. Uh, so, so yeah, we had no I, chance I was, in that one. I was very confident going into that ball game. Uh, was and not. Yeah, I was obviously very wrong. I think Pitt was shut out in that game, were they not? Yes, it was an embarrassment. Uh, yeah. It was. It. And it was. It was, it was Bud Foster's last game. <laughs> He had all the momentum against you. But this year, you got a team that's lost to Liberty. Liberty. Yeah, Liberty's a good team. Uh team Number ranked in the top twenty five. Yes. Yeah. But uh, you know, some uh s- some of these Virginia Tech performances have not been great. Uh just a you know, a, a team that has, you know, it looked like at the beginning of the season that was like, wow, you know, this team is putting up a lot of points and they still are. Uh, on offense, averaging 35 points a game, but on defense, they're giving up 30. Uh, they're giving up almost 200 rushing yards a game. A team that just is, you know, you know, not a traditional Virginia Tech team at all. I mean, Liberty's ranked, but come on, an ACC team should not be losing to Liberty. Uh, well, we'll we'll see. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if Liberty beat NC State this week. Um, that's going to be one I'm watching out for. Uh, that Hugh Freeze is good. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, he's a good coach. Um, but this Virginia Tech team, yeah, they they just can't. Yeah, they're having trouble stopping people in most of their games. But uh, they have been able to run the football very effectively, Allen. Uh, Khalil Herbert, running back, uh, I believe a transfer player. Uh, this guy's averaging over eight yards a carry. He is doing it just exceptionally well. Big runs. Uh, just from the beginning of the season starting. And then Hendon Hooker, the quarterback, uh, this guy was you know out at the beginning of the season. And ever since he's been back in, uh, he has just been a terror on the ground. And these two guys are just leading their teams in, in production, uh, uh, just, you know, 
They're the only guys that are really carrying the ball, and they ain't throwing it very much. So we love playing these kind of quarterbacks, though, right? We love playing yeah, we do. dual we threats. Do. Is he the best yeah. dual threat we face this season, though? Uh, maybe. Well, I think he's probably the best runner that we've play, played this season, if that's what you're asking. I mean, he the what we've, well, we've had Cunningham. We had yeah. who is the FSU uh, player that got knocked uh, out? Tra- tra- Travis. Travis, um, and and then at Miami you had uh, Derek King. King, and really Pitt bottled most of those guys up. So should we be as confident knowing that against Hendon Hooker? I have a much tougher time seeing him being contained completely uh, because he is that dynamic if healthy. Yeah, he, you're you're right, and he he's a big guy. He's he's tough to bring down. I think tackling is going to be so key because if you if you let these guys if you don't if you don't tackle properly, you know you're just going to bounce off him, and and, and he's going to get into the open field. Uh, that, that's that's going to be the thing is you got to you got to tackle this guy soundly uh, at the point of attack. Or, or they're going to burn you. And I feel like instead of making a stupid throw like Travis was doing or trying to go deep like King was doing, Hooker will just run. He'll just he'll just tuck and go. Well, I, I, I think so. But at the same time, we're, we're talking about Justin Fuente here who is, you know, tortured Pat Narduzzi defenses by just throwing deep and letting his receivers push off uh, down the sidelines and get big catches. Uh, so I could see do you, him. Do you anticipate as much offense? Do you anticipate as much non-called offensive PI as the NC State game this week? Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah, no. which which makes me very nervous about this game. <laughs> Don't tell me that uh, their defense stinks, though. So Kenny Pickett coming off of a. A thumping of Florida State should be licking his chops. Uh, this is not a Bud Foster defense. No, it is not. Uh, they, these guys just, they, they cannot stop anybody. They get shredded on the ground. Not that Pitt's been able to run the ball uh, effectively, but you would think that there would be opportunities there. Uh, I, I think the big thing is, you know, Pitt, a, 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 an offensive, a team on offense that struggles to, yeah, getting rhythm, Allen. How are they going to be after after a two week layoff? Oh my! Do you think with the two weeks they finally figured out how to get the play call in without the quarterback running to the <laughs> sideline, or do you think they figured out new ways to run the ball? Um, yeah, I don't. I don't anticipate Pitt starting off hot, especially with the two week layoff. That worries me. So I expect the beginning of this game to be. Uh, hopefully not a hole for Pitt, but just a slow start. Hopefully defense could just keep that thing at zero. And then I think Kenny Pickett being the player he is and ha- the confidence he has and also the the team having the confidence that they have in him, uh, he could get going at any moment. And once he gets revved up, the offense goes, goes as he goes. And just totally just watch how Kenny Pickett plays in this one. And he's going to be confident against this team knowing that there are total weaknesses for him to exploit in Virginia Tech's defense. There's no emotional crowd behind that defense at all. There's nothing like that this week. This is really going to, 
I think, be served up for Kenny Pickett to have a big ball game, especially uh, in a week where his name and NFL were being thrown out there. He has a lot to do this week. He has a big job to do. I I, I like what you said there, Alan. I I agree with you that you know this is you know this is an opportunity to make to make a big splash, and uh, you know he's only got a few more games left. Uh, so you know it's it's time time to put up or shut up here. Um, one, one thing that we should mention, and it's probably the big wild card in this game, is we don't know uh, which players are going to be held out uh, due to uh, either COVID infections or contact tracing. Uh, you got to imagine that there's going to be some, uh, and I, we're not going to know until the game time. Yep. So with Pitt. Uh, off because of COVID last week and and uh, postponement of a game. Who has it? Who's been exposed? Nobody knows. None of this is – there's no COVID list like the NFL where you could identify who the teams are trying to keep the hell away from everybody else. This is uh, really as fans and as, as betters out there going into this one, you're scratching your head and just – you're really kind of in the dark, and I, that's why you look at the I, the three and a half point spread as of now. I'm looking at Vince, and I feel like oh Pitt could do that, but then who the hell knows? Who who knows what goes down with with the roster and the depth chart on Saturday? Yeah, yeah, you have you have no idea, and you you know Pat Narduzzi ain't telling nobody uh, what, what who's going to be out. Uh, I think you really got to have some some good information uh, on on this to determine what's happening there. Um, but it, it, Virginia Tech has, has been a school that's had a lot of, they've had a lot of COVID issues as well. There, particularly there's at the beginning of the season. Early in the season. Yeah. 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 So, you know, you got to think that they're going to be at somewhat full strength, but then again, you know, Miami had a lot of guys out last week for their game and, and they couldn't even beat Miami, you know, and Miami's a very good team, but they were, they were shorthanded and, uh, and, and Virginia Tech still couldn't find a way to do it. Uh, so, you know, this is this is a very average for Virginia Tech team, but at the same time, it's you know, a pit team that's just you know has been struggling a lot, and and the fact that they're going to be shorthanded is not a good sign. And and who knows how shorthanded? And no coach, I'll say this, respects HIPAA more than Pat. <laughs> All right, well, we'll get to predicting that game in just a little bit. Let's uh, go around here and 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 dive into a couple other pit topics real quick. First off, a pit cookbook is coming out, I saw, from the university, Vince. I put this in the in our collective notes. And I, I don't know what is in this cookbook, what pit dishes are, except the dishes that I eat while I watch pit game or I go to a pit tailgate. Is there anything specific you, you expect to see in this? Are they going to put panther paws in this? Because I always thought panther paws were just a bear claw from Oakmont that you deep fry yourself. That you deep fry yourself? Yeah, you get the bear never... claw from Oakmont, and then you cover it in funnel cake batter, and then you deep fry the bear claw you deep again. deep fry it. And then, and then you drizzle a bunch of fat boy sauce all over it. That's the panther paw. Do you think that'll be in the cookbook? Oh, that I it, it very well could be. Yeah, um, yeah. I've, I I can't wait to get my hands on this book. To be honest, just to, just to see what's in it. 
I don't. I don't. I'm hoping know. there's a cocktail section and it's all Bill Hillgrove's favorites. <laughs> you know, it's a cookbook, not a Bible. Oh. <laughs> but uh, it, um, I don't know. Maybe there's like uh, like deep fried lion tail for whenever you know we're playing against Penn State. Maybe that's what you eat. Or uh, like a you know a raccoon stew for whenever you're playing West Virginia or uh, I, I'm not I'm not sure what's what's in this thing. Okay. Uh, you, you, couch cushion cotton candy for when we. Play. <laughs> <laughs> well, the pit cookbook's coming out. I can't wait to see what's in it, and let us know what your favorite pit panther dish is at H2P Show on Twitter, and uh, yeah, it's it's. We got to get into the food food talking game here on this. Yeah, show. What, what's your what's your what's your favorite uh, dish you've had at a pit tailgate? At a pit tailgate, I, uh, iron. No, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I haven't been to a game in so damn long. I don't remember. I think the last yeah, game I, I went don't. to might have been the UCF game. I don't even remember. I don't. I don't remember. We had a pretty good tailgate this year at, at our house. We had, we had some good uh, hot sausage oh, yeah. sandwiches. Oh okay. yeah, we had good hot sausage. We had. Uh, did we do pizza in the makeshift oven for a pit game at all? Did we do? Yes, one of we those? did actually. Hell we yeah. did. Yeah. And it. I was. Well, I was at a. When go we ahead. Get the pat- when we get the Patreon started, we got to ha- uh, have people pay for your <laughs> how to make a pizza oven show. Yeah, I was at a I, I was at a backyard brawl one time in 2008, and uh, the only food that was at the tailgate was just donuts and beer. <laughs> it, it, it was quite with, quite an affair. Tailgutting with a bunch of uh, West Virginia Morgantown Police Department. What the hell's going on? <laughs> Morgantown Police. The MPD. Yeah, but, but then exist? also, do they have cops there? It's lawless. Uh, probably not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but we also had a couple good tailgates where there was some good gumbo and uh, that, that hot mm-hmm. gumbo you made. Real spicy. Yeah, I used to make the hottest gumbo. I'd bring that SEC flavor to the to, – well, then the, was that then the Big East back then? But Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we might have to bring that back next year when tailgates become a thing again. All right, let's go into the uh, pitternet. And, t- and see what people are talking about. Well, it'll be a quick one, Vince. There's one fun one here that might get a, a smile in a bit before we move on. All right, let's do it. Can you explain what Internet is? I hear there's rumors on the uh, internets. And to all those faceless keyboard warriors on Twitter. But we're a good darn football team. I'm proud of these guys. Big Pit Hog on Panther Lair. Which is the most braggadocious name I've ever seen on Panther Lair. Said Penn State is the first team in the preseason top 10 to go 0 4 since Pitt in 1984. Maybe this is exactly what we need to happen to change our fortune. And back in 84, Vince, I guess Pitt was expected to do really well and they did not. And that's exactly what happened to Penn State. So we could laugh at them and maybe hopefully people will forget about that 84 team. Yeah, yeah, that 1984 team, you know, Pitt started number three in some polls, uh, finished 3-7-1. and one. It started actually by losing to uh, eventual national champion BYU uh, at, at home. Um, 
But uh, Pitt did finish the year strong, beat Penn State in, the, in that year, uh, one of the three wins that they had. Uh, so it did end on a high note. I will say out of all this uh, disaster uh, of, you know, of the, you know, college football season for Pitt and 2020 in general, Penn State going winless has been excellent. <laughs> it has been glorious. It's been it's been fun to watch. It is. It, it puts a smile on my face. I've never rooted so hard for Indiana Hoosier football every week like I am now. But here I am going into a huge weekend for them, and uh, they kicked it off kicking Penn State's ass. This is this is a good feeling, and Big Pit Hog might be onto something. This is maybe what we need. Our fortunes could be a change, and maybe the. The pendulum is swinging in Pennsylvania, baby. I don't know if that's what they're saying uh, anywhere but online where life is not real. But in the real world, Vince, uh, they are talking about the the Pitt Panthers in some places. I went on a road trip. I'm down in Miami this week. And on the way, all I ever stopped in were gas stations and rest stops for maybe a minute or two at a time. And I'm I'm in South Carolina taking a whiz at a urinal, and I heard a guy talking on his phone while he's taking a whiz saying, yeah, they canceled the pit game last week. I lost a lot of money. I was going <laughs> to win big on that. So they're talking about pit all over, even in South oh, yeah. Carolina and especially in Pittsburgh. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's a, you know, yeah, I'm sure that was a, a huge play for a lot of people out there. Another Saturday coming, and the Panthers are playing. Time to find out what the answers are saying. You see a game last week against Georgia Tech. Yeah, Narduzzi got to go. Should have thumped him. That team was no good. They should have beat him harder. You jag off. That game didn't even get played because of COVID. Ah, whatever. I was talking about that other game and that anyway. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, they should be playing. <laughs> Yeah, he should be playing a lot better, buddy. So that's what the Yinzers are saying. Uh, uh, Looking forward to the Panthers getting back on the field here, hoping everybody is okay uh, and and, and we could get uh, uh, the season continued. But, Alan, you know, there's been a lot of games that have been canceled, specifically last week, a few more this week. But we do have some big clashes uh, to happen in college football this weekend. Oh, college football. You are here in mid-November, and you're telling me Indiana and BYU are the teams I need to be paying attention to, and I'm actually watching these games. I'm here for it. I can't wait. Hoosiers by 20 over the 20-and-a-half-point favorite Ohio State. Vince, this is going to shake the foundations of the Big Ten and I wouldn't be surprised if the commissioner of the conference actually says, never mind, just shut the conference season down. We don't want Indiana representing us. We're too scared. Uh, I I don't see that happening. I'd be I'd be pretty surprised if Indiana uh was able to to win this game. And uh, I I'll even be I surprised if they can cover the twenty and a half. Uh in Indiana they 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 he needed a, a last-second overtime victory against a bad Penn State team. Uh, they, you know, they 
they beat a Rutgers team who's not great. Uh, they they wiped the floor with a horrible Michigan team, and you know, they took care of business easily against a, a bad Michigan State team. Uh, I'm not saying Indiana's bad. I just I don't see how they're gonna you know hang with these supreme athletes at Ohio State. I don't. Yeah, I. I uh... I know that Ohio State's very good, and it's been warm, fuzzy feeling so far for Indiana. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lose that hope. But it's, it's gonna probably be a rough one. I will say this though, I hate watching Ohio State play at home because you ever notice the camera's way really high up at that horseshoe? It looks terrible. I feel like I'm watching ants play football anytime I watch that team play. I can't stand it. Yeah, I don't know if I've noticed noticed it specifically there, but some of these Mac teams that are playing uh, on Tuesday nights and Wednesday nights, you got a lot of weird camera angles in those ones. Maction, as they call it. Just give us a normal hard cam with a good full view of of the the field, but with close enough of the of with all the the players I could see them. Why can't all these colleges just play in NFL stadiums where where it's built for TV? Yeah, it's stupid. This is dumb. that's what you're saying. <laughs> old, old, dumb college dumps, crap, crap holes, horseshoe. It's a whore, giant horseshoe. I'm getting I'm off my soapbox here, though, and I want to just real quick say, uh, Cincinnati, you don't want to schedule BYU. I know there's rumors about them wanting to play each other. They're, they're really fickle. Said I'm open to it. I'll play BYU. I would not ask for that. At the oh, end of the season or something? They're they're saying, yeah, for maybe one of these games gets I don't know. I just saw that headline. And who oh. in a year like this, scheduling a last minute game, why the hell not? They're doing it in Whoa, the Pac twelve. That, 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 yeah, that Pac twelve after church on Sunday. That was uh, just a bizarre pairing there. And and California, I think, made a big mistake. So you got Wisconsin, Northwestern's another big game this week with their uh Two ranked teams, um, North Northwestern and Indiana are two of the better teams in the Big Ten. That's how you know it's a weird year. Um, but it is what? What are they? Three games in, so I wouldn't say they're any better teams. This is just four, weird. well, four this, games in, I think. Or four games. Right? This is just so yeah. weird. I don't know how to feel about these games, Vince. Talk me through Wisconsin Northwestern. What the hell? I I, I, I mean, I would if I'm betting on that. I don't care about no covid uh wisconsin's gonna crush them i don't care if players i don't yeah i don't understand i don't understand why that line is so close uh uh, only a little over a touchdown Uh, i know northwestern great as an underdog they are at home uh but wisconsin has looked very impressive i understand it's not the best competition but i don't think they're getting enough respect i mean they're that defense is solid and there's a lot and they got those Big, big people movers on uh, on the offensive line, and that quarterback's been playing pretty damn good. So I'm taking Wisconsin on Wisconsin, and then on to the Big Twelve, where it's the game of the week. If you ask me, OU Oklahoma State time. Here we go. Chuba is leading that team. They're having a a, a great year, I think. But now. It's put up or shut up time for the Cowboys. Yeah, the the Bedlam game. I just, you know, 
Oklahoma State, their offense has not been, you know, what maybe what was expected uh, this year, and they can never beat Oklahoma. Yeah, I think Mike Gundy's only beaten them twice since since he's been there, and, and that this guy's over fifty years old, I think. Um, I, I, you know, I, I don't think Oklahoma's great, but I, you know, you got to think Oklahoma's going to win this game, and and you know put the nail on the coffin of a, a big 12 team making the playoff. Yep. This, this could do it. You got two lost Texas with the win over them. Uh, Oklahoma state trying to roll, trying to run that gauntlet that it, that is the big 12 every year. They still got more to go after this one. You can't look ahead though. It's bedlam time, baby. This is going to be an important matchup. I definitely will be watching Vince. Uh, but I also am going to be keeping an eye on how badly Florida State gets smashed by Clemson. Do you think Clemson scores 80 points <laughs> in that game? If they wanted to, uh, with uh, tr- especially with Trevor Lawrence back, uh, you got to think that they're going to want to make a big, uh, big statement that you know, you know, whenever they have Lawrence, they are the best team in the country, uh, and and that's the thing. It, there's going to be a lot of teams trying to make big statements and if you're up against one of those teams uh i, I feel bad for you like like vanderbilt this week is playing florida and, and florida seems on a mission to just score you know as many points as possible you know at all times as not, and not let up the gas uh so yeah that team they're they're gonna get uh vanderbilt's gonna be hurting i think this week because they're and he is a he is a, a jerk he would that Dan Mullen, he doesn't care. He doesn't care about feelings or uh, pandemics or anything. So that's going to be just a bullying affair right there. I don't like bullies, but uh, they already got theirs, so I'm not worried about it. How about Pitt, Virginia Tech? Let's pick it now. Four and four versus four and four. Something's got to give when the Panthers finally get to take the field again. Yeah, Virginia Tech you know, favored by three and a half here right now. I'm seeing uh, at, at most books out there. And, you know, I'd say for sure, you know, with the way Virginia Tech's looked this year, uh, it, it seems like on paper, Pitt could actually beat this team. Uh, Fuente has me a little nervous. If he, has, if he comes in with the game plan of throwing, you know, these deep – sideline passes i think pick could be in trouble you mean the, uh, the, the game the plan thing, that every coach who beats pat narduzzi uses <laughs> yeah yeah so if he chooses to use that this week yeah i, th- I think i think pick could be in trouble it's, it's so hard to predict because we don't know who the who the uh players that are going to be out are we, we don't know uh but i'll say this right now you know if kenny pickett's playing this Saturday, I'm picking Pitt to win this game. Same here. I was just going to say, if Kenny Pickett, and I'll say also at least uh, one starter on the defensive line is playing, <laughs> Pitt, <laughs> Pitt wins this game, and uh, they, they they go five and four. No Bud Foster tears here to worry about. <laughs> so, Do you think he might show up at this game? I, I hope not. I hope not. Stay, stay the hell out of Pittsburgh this week, bud. Uh, let us do our thing and get that victory. Also, real quick, side note, don't sleep on Pac-12 after dark. Big time. It's back this week. USC, Utah, Utah, 
playing their first game of the year. Vince can't miss that either oh. at 10, 1030 on, on Saturday. Yeah, I think there's I think there's uh there's several uh Pac twelve late Pac twelve after after dark games, assuming they get played. Um I'm pulling up a list of them here now. Yeah, Wazoo uh, and Stanford's at eleven PM on the East Coast. Uh, uh I'm seeing ten thirty uh on my timeline here. Um we also got Boise State at Hawaii kicking off at eleven o'clock Eastern. Um, but even that even that eight o'clock game uh, that's Pac twelve Arizona at Washington. I was very impressed by Arizona last week. They should have beat Southern Cal. Uh, I, I do like Washington to make some noise, or I mean Arizona, excuse me, to make some noise in this game. Uh, but that yeah, that SC uh, Utah game, Alan, you're right on that one. Uh, Utah a team that you think would be pretty tough, but Southern Cal, you know, they, they've gotten very lucky to be two and zero right now. Uh, if they could just put it all together, maybe the, are they a dark horse for the, for the playoff? I love it. Just winning barely every week and, and still getting in. I would love to see it, but uh, that is, it's a long way to go. Even with the short amount of time we have to get there, USC, they're playing a dangerous game, but it's fun to watch. So definitely if you love college football, game. Don't miss that deadly game, and it's the season for a deadly game. It's it's uh it's time. It's time for for us to watch a damn pit game this week. I'm excited for the game to actually get kicked off, Vince, and I'm ready. And I hope Pam, you remind her that the game is actually going to be played this week. Well, it, as of right now, as of now, <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. All, remember, in 2020, all college football games are like UFC fights, where you don't really know if they're going to happen until the day of. Yep, pretty much. Uh, so one thing we should catch the way in. One thing Matt we Narduzzi and Justin Fuente <laughs> on Friday night on ESPN Plus. Uh, one thing we should, one thing we should note uh, before before we get out of here: Pitt men's soccer. Yeah. Uh, they are in the final four of the ACC tournament, the number one ranked team in all the land. Uh, they are going to be playing Wednesday night, uh, which is tonight, as of this live on tape show on the ACC network. And if they, and if they win tonight uh, in their game against Notre Dame, they will be playing in the, the finals ACC championship finals Sunday at noon uh, pit a chance to win an ACC title, finish the season ranked number one. I tried to look up some information on what, on if there was going to be a national tournament or, or anything of the sort, finding information on college soccer is very difficult. Uh, so, yeah, as far as uh, I'm concerned right now, if Pitt wins these next two games, that they're in the national champion until I hear otherwise. Same here. And also, if you want to prove you're a real one, why don't you DVR the Steeler game on Sunday and watch the Pitt soccer game? <laughs> oh, my goodness. As, if you do that, if you're doing that, let us know <laughs> at H2P Show, and we will shower you with praise because that's what it's all about. Number one, and really a great time to be a men's soccer fan in the United States, if you ask me. I mean, the, yeah, the future is so bright. Got to wear shades, baby. All right. Well, Pitt soccer doing well. Pitt football back in action. And we're always here at H2P Show on social media. And, of course, you can hit us up on email. Hail the number two Pitt podcast at gmail.com. And, oh, that's, that's it. I'm ready to get ready for this game. I'm going to get ready for the weigh-in, Vince. Maybe make some Panther paws, get my Pitt cookbook. You got anything left? Uh, that sounds like a good plan. I, I'm, I'm going to delve into some Panther paws. Maybe I'll have to 
cook up some of those for the for dessert on Thanksgiving. Maybe. All right, and also want to say shout out to Luca Von Turk. Welcome to the Pit family. <laughs> Hail to Luca Vince. Hail to Pit. Hail to Pit, everybody. We'll see you next week. How do you like me now?